nothing. Yeah. We are your hosts, Mo and Hilden. Whatever got John, John, come up with the introduction. Damn him. Didn't do it. He didn't even show up. He's an asshole. I was going to do one of the cards we we uh, we were playing, like you know, like uh, Doctor McGillicuddy's shittily impatient death row, but I didn't. I had Dr. nothing. I dug deep, and there was, was nothing there. Doctor Rudy Bark. <laughs> Doctor Rudy Bark. Yeah. So uh, welcome to DG Radio. Uh, John's gone uh, tonight. He is off. Actually, I'm going to give John a pass on this one. I'm not because he's out watching Valiant Thor. Like a douche. <laughs> And if you don't know Valiant Thor, you really are missing out on really one of the, probably one of the greatest metal bands that's around right now doing it old school today. Uh, they, they have, there's a lot of Black Sabbath in them to me when I listen to them, but they're metal all over the place. John and Moa, or I'm John and uh, Craig on the Metal Up Your Ass podcast. They're lovers. Uh, they're lovers of Valiant Thor. Just lovers. Oh, those two are lovers, yes. And But uh, they, they play Valiant Thor on the show. You should go listen to Metal Up Your Ass and, and f- check out the Valiant Thor episode to get just a really good taste of a great metal band. But, uh, one of those dudes drew their logo for them. Oh, was that who did that yeah. new thing? I was wondering where that came from. Yeah. Wow, one of the Valiant Thor guys drew yeah. that for them? Yeah. It's wow, a, they got a they got a serious love connection going on yeah, with Valiant Thor. Yeah, it's a robot sticking his robot finger in this dude's ass. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Metal up your ass. Metal up your ass. Up your ass. It's a very little literal translation. We're on the nose. Pretty it's much hard or to miss on, what you're talking on the about. Anus. Or on the anus, as it were. In the anus. Yeah. Up the anus probably is more appropriate. Yeah, that's true. So it's just Mo and I tonight on this lovely summer's evening. And uh We've got a, a fairly uh, a fairly full show tonight, I think. Um, I we are not going to do mailbag or drunk dials because we're lazy as always. It's John's job. Fuck you. Fuck him. No, we're not we're lazy. We're not doing that. We're holding him accountable. Holding him accountable. Okay. Uh, so none of those, but if you would like to, you can contact us a number of ways on uh, DG Radio. Uh, you can go to our website, robotpanic.com, find the blog post for our show, and leave a comment in the comment section. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash DG Radio, uh, or you can always call us, 612-424-3835. You call that. That's our drunk dial line. You can leave us something special, and we will play it on the show. Or delete it without you ever hearing it. <laughs> exactly. Out of spite. Yes. And you will never know. And you will You'll never know. know. Uh, you can also email us, mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com. We do love your letters, so go ahead and write to us. And uh, we'll uh, put it on the show at some point, probably. Uh, months after you write it. But that's just how that goes. Uh, but tonight, we're going to move right on with the show. And uh, as Mo and I usually do when it's just us, um, we, uh, we usually play a game. Yeah. Cook some food and we play a game before the show. We like games. We like games. So, Mo, explain. I don't even know if I know the title off the top of my head Probably of this game. Not. But you should, you should. And as always, folks, um, we're going to put some pictures of this game uh, up on our Twitter feed so you can go find um, some of the stuff there if you're curious about what we play sure. on the show. But this is a card game. It's a card game. It's a wizard card game. Each player is a wizard and you play cards. To cast your spells. Now, this is not a card game like Magic. Not that kind of wizard card game. This one is called Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skills Fire. And that's actually the title. That's skills with a Z. Yeah. Fire, F-Y-R-E. That's actually the title. Say So one more time for, for our good listeners. Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skills Fire. That sounds about right. Uh, Published so, by Cryptozoic Entertainment. All right. Um, so we have a ridiculous game that, while not being complicated in any way, shape, or form. No, in fact, I was kind of surprised at how quickly is it is. very easy, very fast. It is a simple battle your opponent's game. Uh, it what it What it does not have, what it lacks in a depth of gameplay... It more than makes up for in just being fucking outrageous and funny. It just make it uh, the the game is purely about holy shit, what comes next? Right. I can't wait. So here's the premise of the game. the The game is you are you are a wizard and you have these cards and these these wizards. Uh, <laughs> Mo, do you have the wizard cards oh, yeah. there? 
We but can read to, yeah, read some, some of the of wizard the names. You have to pick one of these wizards to play. It, it should be noted that they have no special skills or anything. They're just, Nothing. They're just names and good and funny drawings. Card. And everybody starts at 20 and moves either up or down, depending on what's going on. Hilden was Pister, the pissed wizard. I was drunk. He's a beer he's a on ro- his head. Yeah, he looks like a robot. Yeah. He's, a, he's actually just a... He's actually drunk. A drunk knight. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like Duffman in mm-hmm. a suit of armor. Um, I was... Fate Ticklebottom the Enchanter, uh-huh. who is a leprechaun on a farting a rain, or on a cloud farting a rainbow, and then there's of course Zanzibart, the Slag Genie, <laughs> and Hogs the House. It's just a big giant fat dude eating a cow. Uh, then Young Young the Spirit Master. There you go. Uh, Princess Holiday and her Furnicorn, or sorry, <laughs> Furricorn. So you can see uh, these are all very tiny. Lady Laser Laser Veer Laser Ver of this space kingdom and <laughs> Krasatar Krasatar the Bloodomancer. <laughs> so you can see these are just very over the top, very serious and hilarious, and they all sound like bad band names, oh, metal totally. band names. This is very metal. Like the, art, the art is totally and the, metal. Yeah, it's very Valiant Thor. It is totally. So anyway, you pick one of these wizards and you <coughs> put your little um. Your little to- token on the 20 hit points, yep. and then the game is very simple. Just try to kick your opponent's ass and make them lose all their hit points, and you win. Yeah, and it's, uh, I, I don't remember if it, it's two to however many players. I don't remember. Two At to six, four. I think. Six would be even better. Uh, and I think the more people who play this game, the more fun it becomes Absolutely. because you can really choose who you want to attack. And sometimes the cards specifically say you have to attack the weaker or the stronger one of the, of or the, the opponents. Or the left or the right. Right. So uh, it works like this. You get eight cards in your hand. And there's basically, these are spell cards. There, there are you have to. There are up to three. You're looking to put down three to make a complete spell. There are three and, different. And there is a beginning, middle, and an end and to they, this spell. Essentially. So they call this the beginning is called the source card. Yes. The middle part is called the quality card. Yep. And the end card is called the delivery card. Right. So the source card, of course, is. Again, some sort of crazy wizard name, like Dr. McGillicuddy's or uh, Necromancer Strange Hands, you know. Dr. Rudy Bottom. Dr. Rudy Bottom, and yeah. Because McGillicuddy's an actual brand name that would sue us for saying horrible things. You're right, I forgot. Yeah, okay. So, well, whatever. Uh, I'm just saying. uh, Yeah. But it would be an honor. Uh, but it would be, be something of that nature. It yeah. would, you know, it, it's not, it's some person. And then there, you know, that particular card has something that you would do. Uh, right. Printed on it, and it's different for every card. Right. Like you know, person to the left of you gets takes two damage, right. or roll the dice. Whoever has a higher one gets fucked. Whoever has a lower one, whatever you know, like or uh, draw the top two cards off, and if they match the little icon on your card, then add them to your spell. Right. Draw the top so, two cards off the deck. Or yeah. The deck. And then there's a the the deli- the delivery well, the, middle the, the, the the quality. quality card is an adjective. Yes. So it's something like. Thunderous, yes, ballsy, yes, um, mysterious. Uh, you know the list goes on. They're 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 funny, voluminous. And, yeah, there you go. And they all have, and all these cards, of course, are drawn in this sort of metal style, and they connect. So, like, the source card has a guy chucking something out of a gun or his hands or a wand, and then of course the the quality card has the continuation of that art of that, but also you know. If it's mysterious, there are like question marks in, right. in you know, like and it, like the, the design goes with the, the thing, but it all they all connect into one. It looks like some dude shooting a wacky spell when you're done with this, right? Right. And then the last card, which is the delivery, is something like it's like a magic thing, like a like a like oh, a they say? Uh, 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 deal with the devil was yeah, one of them, yeah, and um, uh, chicken was another they, one, <laughs> yeah, which is strangely a magic thing. <laughs> Um, so when you're done with this, you end up having something that you have to. Oh, announce. a magical word! It says the instructions say like cantrip, conjuration, or invocation. Yeah, so it's a magical or chicken, word. or chicken, or or you know. So so for instance, you would have then doctor, and you have to announce it like this in the game. It's yes. part of the rules. Yes, Doctor Rudy Bottom's voluptuous death march. You know, you have yes. this thing, and the fun of the game is you just don't know what's coming next because it's like Mad Libs where you're just right. slapping shit together. And it, it really, the, I mean, you can go and you have eight cards in your hand to build a spell with, right? right? So you can very strategically start picking things, but it's way more fun to use the actual words of course. to like, I really want to have, you know, Dr. Scott. 
skull faces burning chicken. You know, right, like because right, it's right. just funny. You know, you just want to end with chicken. <laughs> These uh, <laughs> you don't have to play all three. You can play like the first one and the middle one, or the well, first you can play any of them on their own. If you only have like a handful of one kind of cards, yes. you can play just a source, um, and, or the first card. And uh, if that's all you have, then you, it's uh, the rules encourage you to make up. An that's adjective. one of my favorite parts. You get to then <laughs> yes. make up the words that for the you rest for the rest of it. To it doesn't do spell. anything, no. but it just sounds better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it feels good. It does. You know, you're so, sad. You can only do a little bit play, of damage, but at least you can make it awesome sounding. Right. You can play any of them by themselves. Or any combination of two, yeah, because there's only three working together, or all three. But you can't play two of the same kind, basically. Yes, yes, and, so you can't play two begin two sources or two right, delivery. Yeah, right. So, uh, and then like what Mo said earlier was uh, sometimes you will um, have to draw more cards that you can sort of stack onto right. these, and then they just basically make your spell more powerful and right. you kick the ass of your opponent. And faster. it's shit like. When you're drawing off the top, or if you're adding from your hand, if the card allows you to do that, um, it's things like it's like your card, your first card might be, uh, a, you know, target the least, uh, the weakest, yeah, um, wizard in the group. Okay, so you, so that person's going to get hit with whatever. But then you might be able to add two more cards, and the next card might be, um, target the person to your left and right, the wizard to your left and right. Yeah. So now you're doing you're hitting a damage, whole bunch yeah. of people. And then the next card might be, you know, draw the top card off of the, or the top two cards off of the deck, the main deck, and mm-hmm. if any of them match the types of cards you have, like your, there's little icons on them as well. If they match the icons, then little, you like can, elemental symbols. Yeah, yeah, them. basically that's what it is in the bottom left hand corner. Basically, just they don't do anything to the gameplay; just it's matching. No. Yep. Uh, if they match that, then add them to your spell. So it just like this thing can build up. Yeah. And basically, the image you get is like these, you know. Three four, people, four or five jackasses standing around in a circle, shit. casting spells. <laughs> literally, it's like if you could imagine what I think the Fourth of July is like at um, uh, what is her name? Uh, all I can come up with is Bubba Hotep. That's not who I'm thinking of. And then Baby Num Nums is the next one that it comes to mind. But it's that little what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. No, it's that girl from you know, uh, they sugar bear. Her dad is sugar bear. Or at least, oh, that fucking kid yeah, on that yeah, reality yeah. time. Yeah, uh, the, the, the fat little beauty queen. I can't believe we're taking so much time to think of it. Everyone, everyone right now honey listening boo-boo. is Honey Boo Boo. Everyone like at home, by, like two minutes ago, we're There's like, it's Honey Boo Boo! Shouting it in their Damn car. It. <laughs> yeah, Honey Boo Boo. It's like 4th of July at Honey Boo Boo's. That's what it is. They're all wizards standing around throwing firecrackers at each other. Okay, I'm glad you, we figured it out because that image is hilarious now. I'm glad we so, went on. I, I have a couple examples that I can, I can read uh, just yes, for you. Yes, please. And you must read them, Mo. Yes, I pulled them just in out. The, you must read them in the, the vo- first, in the proper voice. the first groups that landed together. Um, here is what they are. The first one is Rose Bottom's Dicey Bedazzlement. <laughs> and for Rose Bottom, she's the first one. Rose she's a mermaid. Uh, <laughs> you heal one hit point for each different glyph so that's the icon those little elemental um, icons in yeah. your spell well in this particular spell there's three different ones so I'd get three hit points back yeah yeah and then pretty for, badass right for dicey, bottom yeah exactly for dicey I'd roll two dice uh, each of my foes would roll one die uh, foes who match one or more of the die rolls each suffer damage equal to that roll so oh, right yeah. kind of cool mm. if I roll a two you roll a two you get two hit points uh, and then bedazzlement is the target foe of my choice. And then there's roll power. So one, if you roll a one to a four, it's one damage. A five to a nine, one damage. And you may add a random card from your hand to your spell. So you can bounce it up even more. Or ten and above. It says add what's above, but you can also choose the card instead. Um, That seems a little strange. Oh, a random card, right? So... um. You can add, obviously, a die. It's a six-sided die. But you can add multiple die depending on, again, the cards in the spell. Right. And some cards will allow you to get collect treasure. And that will give you another advantage um, later on. And of, and the idea is you play a, a series of quick rounds here. So yeah. when you're killed, the dead wizards each draw a card from the dead wizard pile. Yes. They save for the next round. Which gives you play. an advantage then, yeah. like, the next time yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have another spell. Okay, yes. It's just this. King Oberon's festering fist o' nature. 
So King Oberon. Oh, nature. Yes. It's Irish, obviously. Um, it's Oberon, after all. He heals two hit points. And then the festering part, my strongest foe who has not acted this round must discard the quality of his spell. Oh, that any. sucks. So he's got to get rid of the middle, middle part of your skip yep. Damn it. Does so you can still say the name, yep. but it does nothing. It does nothing. Hilden did that to me in our first our first go-round. And right. then Fist of Nature has you choose a target, which in this case is the foe on your left, and then another roll power, and it deals damage. Some of them damage yourself. Yeah, so you like can you, fuck yourself. You really kind of should read your cards. Although, but it's fun if you it, don't, and then you're is. like, "Oh shit, god damn it, Rudy Bottom!" <laughs> simply by the title is your ballsy spell fucked me. <laughs> in many ways, more honey boo boo ish. Yeah, as opposed to actually <laughs> reading them. And it's so which funny of course to think of these morons like, "Whoa, ping!" and it like flies off a tree or some yeah. shit, and, and you know, hits. It's super fast to play. But what's cool about it, it's just, it's just fucking fun. It's yes. so simple. Like, here's what I love. My brother and I, when we were kids and bored in the summertime, used to create these sort of battle games where you would sure. roll die and try to knock hit points off of these characters that he made. This is just like that. It's it, But it, but the, the element of stacking spell shit together to create something not only humorous and funny sounding, but that actually does funny things and interesting things keeps it interesting it takes a, a very tried and true sort of simple game mechanic and makes it really fun and interesting that's really great game design to me take something simple yeah easy not complicated done millions of times before and you make it better more interesting and funny and they use humor and and the great art in a great way i can't recommend this game enough man this is just something you can pull out uh and just have a good fucking time there are limitless amount of drinking games you could attach to this oh, yeah. holy shit this is a yeah. great one to pull out with your friends and just have a good it's, time. This is one we got to bring up to the cabin and just lives there. Oh, totally. This uh, <laughs> the rule book is really funny, actually. It's it's total thirteen year old humor, mm-hmm. like, and it's all written like in handwriting, like the printing yeah. is all handwriting, and so it talks about here. There's some point in, in on the back of the box where it talks about. Oh, here it is. I'm looking for the asterisk. Right, you'll put up. Uh, together up to three spell components to craft millions of spell combos. And then at the bottom is, of course, not actually millions of combos, but like thousands or more, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Period. Yes, bravo. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 funny. It's stupid. It's stupid, simple, crude humor. Some of them are really gross. I had one that was spelled out nuclear for me <laughs> nuclear yeah <clears throat> which was awesome i call that the palin finish <laughs> it's true it's true i like it the palin finish the palin finish i'm looking forward to any expansions these guys make for yeah. this game uh the game so again uh published by cryptozoic entertainment created by Corey jones uh for those of you who know game design is by rob heinsu and art is by nick edwards this is, uh, I should have looked this up, obviously. But, yeah, do you remember how you know, much it cost? That's what I was trying to remember. It's somewhere between 25 I think, and $35. Worth it. Retail. Um, yeah, and if if you're one of those people who likes to shop for games online, places like Cool Stuff, uh, cool Stuff Inc., or uh, oh, there's one in St. Another big one in St. Louis, Miniature Market or Miniatures Market, something like that. These big online stores. You fun, sell them cheaper. Fun again. Um dot com i think is what it's called big online warehouses yeah you can get them for like 30 it's usually 33 to 40 percent off nice so uh so we'll put yeah. a couple of pictures of this up online so you can see what it looks like when you're trying to find it online you can it was go a grab good some time. picks it was really fun i totally play this a lot you know yeah. i think again this is a cabin you game can learn sure. it in five minutes easy yep. once you know what you're doing easy yep oh i forgot to put the treasure cards back so uh oh yeah we forgot to mention you can earn treasure cards that's part of the game too some cards give you treasures I think we mentioned that some I don't remember anyway uh so You're one more time Mo the name of the game Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skillsfire <laughs> <laughs> that name that was I my fucking love that goddamn sound. name uh highly recommended okay so moving on to uh. A little bit of a let's talk segment. We're calling this yeah. let's talk. Let's talk butter in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, butter in Texas. So uh, going? Uh, we, we uh, do we have the news story pulled up on this patriotism? Uh, which I mean, which one? Let's talk Paula Dean. She makes me laugh. She's a. Uh, she's a classy gal. That's some Southern hospitality. Right so, there. So for those that maybe don't crazy know. Crazy fucking teeth. 
so I, I caught the story like halfway, halfway through, halfway through. Um, but explain it, Mo, to those that maybe haven't caught well, what Paula Dean <laughs> did. So if you don't know who Paula Dean is, she is a celebrity chef from the Food Network who is known for using copious amounts of and butter. Copious doesn't even seem fair to the word copious. Um, like no shit gallons of melted butter in her recipes and uh, it, she created somewhat of a stir when it it was revealed that she has in fact um, <laughs> I don't think contracted is the right word but rather <laughs> has uh, <laughs> she has uh, what would we say achieved uh, type 2 diabetes uh, you know, adult onset diabetes due to entirely her her uh, insane fucking diet that she eats. Type 2, of course, the kind that you earn, not the kind that you're born with. <laughs> type 2 racism. <laughs> yeah. Type 2 and, casual uh, racism. And then, of course, the next... So that was, I don't know, a year ago? Maybe not even? And then all of a sudden, Paula Dean is sued for... Sexual harassment and racial, uh, what, what would we call it? Racist, a hostile work environment, dealing with sex of a sexual nature and racist nature, and it's Paula and her brother, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, his name is Bubba. Now, in the deposition, <laughs> this is where things got problematic for. Or poor Paula Dean. See, she, she is a woman of the South. Mississippi, is that right? Or is it is it Texas? Uh, state of Georgia. She, oh, well, there you go. Whatever. Not Neither. I believe. Um, She, so of course she's under oath and is asked, um, have you ever used, so the, the term is she had been throwing around our horrible N-word somewhat casually is the allegation. And she's, you know, have you ever used this term? And she says, oh, well, of course. <laughs> and and I'm thinking, well, badass. Of course. I mean, your answer is, of course. Not, yes, but. <laughs> it's just, right. of course. And it turns out it just gets a lot worse. Yeah. Um, this week, it was made, made evident that uh, another person has filed suit now. Well, I, I like and this the, one involves oh uh, another a family, person. Yep, a, a family member from uh, oh, one God. of the Dean family members referring to one of their black employees as my little monkey. So, oh God. <laughs> so, from uh, from the news uh, from the news story here, the deposition which was reportedly held on May seventeenth took place as part of a court case brought forth by former Paula Dean Enterprises employee Lisa Jackson against Dean and her brother Earl Bubba Ayers. Uh, Jackson alleges several instances of sexual and racial workplace discrimination. Uh, When asked if she wanted black men to play the role of slaves at a wedding, she explained she got the idea from a restaurant her husband and her had dined at saying, quote, the whole entire waiter staff was middle-aged black men and they had on beautiful white jackets with a black bow tie. I mean, it was really impressive. That restaurant represented a certain era in America after the Civil War, during the Civil War, before the Civil War. It was not only black men, it was black women. I would say they were slaves. <laughs> uh, it was very impressive. Wow. So the Huffington Post has obtained a transcript of the deposition in question. The quotes pulled uh, below uh, are directly from it. Uh, the lawyer. Yeah. Have you ever used the N-word yourself? Dean. Yes, of course. Okay, in what context? Well, it was probably when a black man burst into the bank that I was working at and put a gun to my head. Lawyer. What? Uh, okay, when? what did you say? <laughs> Dean. Well, I don't remember, but the gun was dancing all around my temple. I didn't, I didn't feel real favorable towards him. Lawyer. Okay. Well, did you use the N-word to him as he pointed a gun in your head at your face? Dean, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Lawyer, well, then when did you use it? Dean, probably in telling my husband. Lawyer, okay, have you used it since then? Dean, I'm sure I have, but it's been a very long time. Lawyer, 
Can you remember the context in which you have used the N-word? Dean, no. Lawyer, has it occurred with sufficient frequency that you cannot recall all of the various contexts in which you've used it? It's a very good lawyer question. There. Yes. Dean, no, no. Lawyer, well, then tell me in the other context in which you've used the N-word. Dean, I don't know, maybe in repeating something that was said to me. Lawyer, like a joke? Dean, no, probably a conversation between blacks. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but that's just not a word that we use as time has gone on. Things have changed since the 60s in the South. And but my not children, me. And my brother object to that word being used in any cruel or mean behavior as well as I do. So she's kind of denying it, but I think they bust her out. For telling jokes later. I mean, this, this is long. Well, I can yeah. pull more quotes out of here. But, you know, this is the thing that I was thinking of, though, just to put a little different spin on it. But uh, the the whole I want to dress them up in white yeah. shirts, that's a little bit. You got to think a little bit more than that. Um, but, like, this is one of those things where legitimately now she did grow up in racist Absolutely. South. Like, that's where she grew up. And, and it's that's also thing. important. Tilden to recognize that the South is not racist anymore. I understand that totally. I mean, I'm totally with you. And I'm not defending Paula Dean at not all. at all. But what I'm saying is I could see where her adult brain might be really in that whole, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I here's, fucked up. Here's where, <laughs> well, like, I mean, yeah. well, you here's can get Because we were just talking about this at my, at my kid's birthday yeah. party. Go ahead. My, but, uh, my dad grew up almost in Canada, like so far freaking north of Minnesota. Right. The, I mean, seriously, the next closest town was Canada. Yeah. <laughs> right? We'll call Canada yeah. a town. Right, like the country of Africa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. Looking at you, Ross. Anyway. Going to be huge. So he, uh, he's like, I, you know, I went, when I went to college, which of all places was in Bemidji. Yeah. I mean, still not a metropolitan center but much larger than where he grew up. He said, I didn't know that that word was a problem until I got to college and discovered what it actually meant. Said, and then I was horrified that all my life, that's the only word I'd ever known. Right. So, needless to say, my dad has never uttered that word since finding out what it meant. Right. Now, Paula Dean. I don't think the terms are the same in her story. No, no. I think she's a fat little racist fuck. She might be. I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise well, me at least. Because every last goddamn time this happens, oh, oh, I never said that. I mean, <laughs> boy, it's Foghorn Leghorn right, all right, over again. Yeah, yeah. I say, I say, I, I say, say, I say, I say, boy. We were at a restaurant. I say, I say, white jackets. And yeah, you know, um, it's like that shit just reeks. It reeks. Who was the uh, that asshole from South Carolina that finally fucking died at like a thousand four years old? The senator? Yes. Oh, Strom Thurmond Thurman, raped yeah. the family maid. <laughs> I say, I say, I say. Yeah, that yeah. guy. <laughs> no, I'm not a racist. You have a black daughter that you don't acknowledge. Well, I do in private. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I do in private, you piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, uh, you know. <laughs> it's disingenuous it's, it totally and disingenuous. you're lying. It's one of those things where, like, we were talking about this, I think, at, at my kid's birthday party. We're like, my. This is what we do at a four-year-old's party. Right, right, right. We talk about racism and SS people in my neighborhood. Uh, but uh, That's good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have, we have family members. I have family members oh, who. Yeah. Not that long ago, I mean, probably within 15, 20 years, like, we're telling awful racist jokes. Oh, I jokes. have family members that still do. Yeah, and it's like, it's And really, I look at them, and I just cock my really head We're really not say, that far away, really? you know, from that era where people weren't careful about the kind of, and didn't care. They were just right. fucking racist, and just, right. that's it. And these people who have sort of never, like, what's inexcusable in my head is that they've gone this far- in the culture we live in now, and right. it still sort of pops I, up. I, I will give and you, you a have pass it. if you don't know. Yeah. That's just it. If you don't know. But when you find out what it represents, that's not okay at that point. Yeah, at that point, you're you're knowledgeable and you yeah. have to change. That's right. your responsibility to change at right. that point. And then you become willfully stupid. Yeah. And, and, and no. And, and uh, if yeah, you want to do know, it, fine. That's your choice. You are allowed to make a decision like that. But then I'm allowed to call you a fat racist fuck. 
like Paula Deen, right? Right. There's a part of me that thinks that she just stupidly fucking that opened the, her mouth. I guarantee just, you, oh. that's the term behind closed doors that and rolls off her tongue. Probably more than likely, more than likely, like brandy and a fine cigar. <laughs> Yeah, on I know. Hot, you a know. hot Georgia night. Yeah, I know. She's just totally southern through and through yep, in that, yep. you know, like in the stereotypical fashion. Absolutely. You know. There's a reason the stereotype exists. Yeah, and we're not saying all southerners are racist, but there but is that. But most of you are. <laughs> It's, that's mo talking, but there is a you know there's that also known as that. the truth. <laughs> God damn it, we're just gonna move on. Uh, but speaking of well, the southerners South moved on. Why should we? Yeah, speaking of southerners, uh, who say, uh, say. Uh, Texas? Oh, How Texas. about that, Texas? Texas. <laughs> so affirmative action in the Supreme Court. While uh, we're talking about southerners, good for those guys. <laughs> Basically, I forget where that. I forget the nuances of the actual case. So it was like a university. Is, was saying they were using affirmative action to hire... No. No. Or not where they weren't using. Students. A student, a white student, sued the University of Texas at Austin, also known as the most liberal city in Texas, and a crazy liberal university for that matter. Uh, And so she's suing that that school, this Texas system, for uh, racial discrimination by being white... She says, I was white. I was denied entry to the school because I was white. Okay. And it made it to the Supreme Court. Denied and entry into the school. This wasn't for a job. Correct. This was for enrollment. Enrollment. Uh-huh. And, I missed that part. Yes. And the Supreme Court- I'll, more, say, I'll say, I missed yeah. that part. Oh, boy. 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 <laughs> boy. <laughs> and the Supreme Court more or less said, well, <laughs> you know, uh, well, you see, the merits of affirmative action more or less still are okay in that some people have trouble not noticing you're black. <laughs> and and for that reason, we're not going to strike this down, but we're going to tell the court, the lower court, so that the U.S. District um, Court of Appeals, God, I believe. I, I say try again, yeah, boy. Yeah, oh, boy uh, try look at, try look again. Look at it again. One more, one more time. <laughs> now, the problem that she has in her case, and it is, it is suspected that this will not make it back to the Supreme Court, is that Texas also has a law that guarantees admission to the top 10%. So any student in the top 10% of their class uh-huh. guarantees admission. Any Texas university is they want to go to. Is she in the top to, 10%? Well... Not so That's much. the problem. The Supreme Court's like, girl, girl your grades got, are terrible, girl. girl. you got to be smarter, girl. <laughs> you want to get in, it's not because you're white. It's because you're dumb. <laughs> so this case is moot. Right now we've got somebody who tried to sue their way through yeah. the school. And what happened? We and, knew somebody like that. And <laughs> No kidding. And it worked <laughs> out well for her. It did. Um, Still working. Not so much for the kids of Marathon. <laughs> no. County, but nonetheless. No. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, sorry, I lost my train there. The, uh, the, the admissions office of, uh, UT Austin apparently, well, and others as well have said surprisingly this, that, uh, they thought, cause an argument when this, when this law came through was that, well, you're setting up these students for failure because, which doesn't, I don't really mean, know what that yeah. means, but cause they're good students and somehow they're going to set them up for failure. Your guaranteed admission means you're going to fail college. Because that had nothing to do with their SAT or their their ACT scores. It was, oh, it was just their, Wait, their in school. Just on their high school. So you better yeah. pray to God. But they're not grading on a curve or something. Yeah, like yeah, or, or like it's crazy grade inflation, you know, whatever. But Which what they happens. discovered was that, in fact, these students are doing exceptionally well. And the oh, result is... So they've done a study on it. Yeah. And cool. the result is that it has, in fact, just that law alone, top 10%, regardless... That is responsible for more diversity, uh, racial diversity. Interesting. Yeah, that's and cool. Not to mention socioeconomic diversity to some extent, and uh, and the graduation rates continue to climb. I keep behind Texas. that. I keep behind yeah. the top ten. Like, I, just flat out. Why in. not? You achieved. You are awarded. I don't care who you are or what you look like. Yeah. There you go. So that's yeah. The uh, the affirmative action thing didn't really come down like they were hoping. She. Yeah. Uh, both sides are trying to play this as a victory. We, we won. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think the truth is the affirmative action opponents, 
they didn't win so much today. I think the court played that one pretty smart. Yeah. Strange. I was strangely, I, it felt at first like they punted that one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, guys, yeah. you die. You just weren't going to take it. But I think they were pretty smart. Yeah. I think it uh, was Try again. Surprisingly crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of surprisingly crafty, Mo. Ooh. Our good friends over, well, last week, uh, for those of you who listened to the show, uh, you might have heard us talk uh, uh, for the second show in a row, Mo. We what? talked about E3. We talked about oh, Sony's yeah. end of things, where we were sort of like, holy, drop the mic. And we were like, man, Microsoft is really shitting themselves, yeah. and they really should probably think about changing some of that dumb DRM stuff, because Sony just beat them over the head right. with it. Well, lo and fucking behold, Mo, they this did. week they did in a dramatic... I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, suddenly, MC, this is how it went. I was on Twitter, and MC Wilson goes, a, yeah. a, a former broadcast gamer, a podcast fame, uh, said, tweeted, if these Microsoft rumors are true, this is totally fucked up. And I'm like, what is he talking about? I thought right. some weird game had come out or some right. fucking crazy thing. And then John was like, holy shit, funny. You know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I sort of let it go. I didn't bother to follow it up. But then suddenly shit started to explode. Like, oh my God, Microsoft. And people start linking shit, right? right? And I'm like trying to get on pages. And the micro, the Xbox website right. was down. Nice. You couldn't get on it. It was <laughs> killed. It was crashed. Too many and then, requests. And then there was a giant bomb story where this news broke, I, I guess. Okay. Couldn't get on it. Fucking dead. NeoGAF, the forums were like, usually that's my next place. Right. Okay, if it's going to be news, it's going to be here. It'll be a little crazy. Right. Probably unsourced, but it'll be here. It's unmedicated at NeoGAF. Yeah, right. So, but even they were just, it was slamming. Like, you could barely get on a NeoGAF, and the threads were moving a mile a minute. And come to find out that Microsoft had reversed all of that DRM stuff, and that all Xbox always needs to be on, and it's constantly connected, and it checks in yeah. once every 24 hours. Yeah. All that shit, miraculously, God. not happening. So once again, I think we said this last week, where it's sort of like the only reason they would do this is because the publishers yep. got to them, and they're like, you got to do this. And they fucking, you know. And they were fucking retards. And they did. just dumb. But I have never, have you ever seen a company, like, just, number one, taken on the shorts that bad? I mean, they must have really gotten hit by something. But then, like, just wholeheartedly go, you know what? Okay, we're done. You know, it's like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that where they're sort of like, all this shit you didn't like, we'll get rid of all of it. See, part of me thinks I have recently. But I, I can't remember what it was. But, I mean, but again, it was it would have been tied to an. The closest thing explosion. I can think of it was that when Apple was sort of like, "No maps is awesome." Everyone's like, "Your maps suck," and they're like, "You know what? Our maps suck." But they didn't like reverse. There's a changes. They were like, right. "Here's a bunch of other guys you can go get." Right. <laughs> and like right. that was the nearest I can think of to something that was like people bitched and someone blinked. But like this is like this is more than just a blink. This is sort of like. Hey, this whole thing that we touted about the future of gaming remember our, and this remember is how our entire press conference. Yeah, gone. Yeah, that isn't gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, not from the game we so much, but kidding. like that whole philosophy of the next gen console, yep. fucking done. Like, and hey, we're gonna do shit like we did before. Well, what That's I want very amazing. What to you me. gotta wonder is, what did the pre-order numbers look like? It had. To, I mean, the money they can be the have, only thing yeah, that makes they that. They must have been just crushed. And had no no chance other than to completely walk away from it. It's ridiculous. And what I found so funny about it was the, of course, <laughs> I mean, John John posted, uh, he posts this, um, I think he's an actor who does this character. I forget what his name is, this big, you know, tubby guy who's oh, like. Ben Affleck? He talks like this. He talks like this. Ben Affleck. I forget who that is. But anyway. Corky? No, but he's of that, you know, he's this character that this guy does. And I keep, fuck, I can't think of his name. But anyway, you Are know. You sure it's not Ben Affleck? No, it's not Ben Affleck. But. It looks just like him, though. Right. But he, <laughs> god damn it. But he, um, but anyway, he, he made this nerd post where he was sort of like, we get it. We said it, and Microsoft did it. You know, he yeah. was sort of like, we won. You know, like, uh, there was all of that kind of, like, nerd sort totally. of like, we have the yeah. power, stay entitled, everybody. Right. You know, it's like, I mean, this NeoGab was full of these fucks going, we beat down the Giants. We are David. They are Goliath. It had this whole fucking thing to it, right? But then there were just as many people who were sort of like, you lost me, Microsoft. Fuck you. I moved the PS4. You lost me. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Like they were just all like fucking like. They're really. They I'm were, gonna fuck you in the ass. Well, they, 
their hearts were broken. Their yes, broken heart. I mean, I really wish we would have done some dramatic form readings on oh, some yeah. of these sort of like, I'm not coming back, Microsoft. Yeah. You'll never get me again. You know, like all that. And then as soon as a good gang comes out, they're going to fold like paper it, yeah. bags. But I just found that really interesting, like just this, the, I, you know, and there's this part of me that wants to say, is it the power of social media well, that yeah. we're seeing? Is this, you know. It's absolutely social media. I mean, you got to understand that what Twitter has accomplished in a very short, uh, very short number of years is pretty phenomenal. And Facebook also to some extent. But Twitter especially. Mo- word travels so fast on Twitter. Yes, and uh, Twitter has proven. I think Twitter's going to be around. I I don't I don't think Twitter will go the way of MySpace and where Facebook is heading, um, because Twitter serves a pretty significant purpose. Well, both yeah, marketing yeah. and um, news, just yeah, world news. news seems to travel there. Yep, and it's an easier way for people to do their fucking status updates without having to maintain an entire fucking page. Or oh, or oh, yeah, right, right, right. It so I I think there really is something to that, and when you can see. You know, Microsoft can look at their <laughs> what's trending, and they can look at the number of responses to their particular thing yeah. and go, "Holy fuck!" Well, especially they can watch. They can watch the their sort of their social connections after their press conference is one thing. Yeah. But then when you suddenly have after Sony's your competition's press conference, and then suddenly, how many of those tweets were sort of like, "Fuck it, pre-ordering a yep. PS4." Yep. Fuck Microsoft. P- you know, like they were ve- like they had these these tweets that you would read. They yep. were very much sort of anti-MS, and then you have to think that those carried over into sort of tangible data that they could look at as a company and say, shit, you know? I hope so. I don't know. I mean, I hope that's exactly what it was. You, yeah, because, you really do. And as I asked the question, and I, I would hope to God that that entire fucking team at Microsoft was fucking fired no, with weren't. extreme prejudice. But they probably should have been. Because that, that's a colossal failure. Yeah. Colossal failure. That, that there's no excuse for that. Now, whoever finally pulled the trigger and said, "You know what? This is bullshit. We're going to go out. We're going to eat our own cock. Yeah, and we're going to flip this." And that's around. another thing, like for a company that, to do that, that you got to be get, respected. Yeah, you do. Respect, I do respect that, and it takes balls. I don't think many companies do no. that. Well, nobody admits they're wrong anymore. I know, and like that, there's something about and they that didn't that makes really me go. admit they were wrong. They just said, hey, like, "All right, we hear you. Yeah. We hear you. Fine, we'll give you what you want." Right, but and, even that. Even that I'm willing to take. Yes. I mean, that's about as big an apology as big companies make these days. Right. And even that is something, I think. It's something. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was just really interesting. Like, it was just a very interesting moment last week. about suddenly... all of a week, not even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, I find that to be a little, a little, uh, a little interesting. It makes me wonder what comes next. Like, does this inspire other things like and and how shitty now are gamers going to be? How big of assholes are they going to be? Oh, they're now? always going to be assholes, but I, it's not. And when I say they, I mean that contingent of them will always be there. The gripes about the Microsoft bullshit was absolutely legit. Yeah, I, don't, I would you agree. You can cut it however you want, but that that was some that was a hardcore power play to try and fucking snap even more money out of people's wallets for the people who already have all the money yeah it had nothing to do with independent developers it had nothing no. to do with small you know small game houses it, no it was only for uh, corporate move Activision. In, uh, yeah yep, it was bullshit. In a pure pure way. yep all right so that's ms if you got some thoughts on that you know where to get in touch with us uh we're gonna move on to hilton's movie corner uh i uh just took my kids to uh monsters university pixar's new film uh, and, uh, going in, my kids, of course. So is this like, is this Monsters 2 or is this a different thing? Uh, well, you know, Monsters yeah. Inc., right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a prequel. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Me- uh, before. So they're learning how to be monsters. Before Mike and Sully had that relate, before they were friends. Yep. This is where they or meet lovers. college. Or lovers. They, they meet in college. It is Disney. Right. So. Nazis, I, w- sorry. I went or in. Nazis. I went they were in. Nazis. <laughs> but I went before in. They were raging anti-Semites. I went in not expecting. I don't like sequels, and I don't like the trend that Pixar seems to well, be this going is a in. Prequel, so that where they sort of milk their franchises that look good on cereal boxes and T-shirts. Well, yeah, and kids, man. Uh, but I went in with a little bit of hope because the Toy Story sequels. Got better as they went. Sure, like Toy Story three was not just a, a good sequel; it was a good film with a good heart and a message, and actually some existentialism. And it was almost an adult movie in parts. 
like pornographic that I that I knew uh-huh. that I uh, that I appreciated, and I thought, well, if we if we take the same tack, you know, this could be this could be this could be good if sure. they if they're evolving these characters. Uh, what I liked about the first Monsters Inc. is Pete Doctor was the director, and Pete Doctor is one of my favorite Pixar directors. Sure. He did Up and Eden Monsters Inc. Yeah. was like one of his first ones. It was his his first idea. And it was just imaginative as shit. I mean, that moment in Monsters Incorporated where they go back and they see the doors, all the doors, and then they have that chase scene in this sort of door room. Yeah. I mean, at that moment, I was just like, holy shit, this is like an amazingly imaginative idea, and look at it go. Like, how fucking cool. Right. And like, just the whole premise of this world. Um, I was worried about putting it in the hands of a different director, which they did this time. Of Doug, course. Doug Scanlon, who's a name I didn't really know. I think he'd actually gotten pulled off an, an older movie. On his name sounds like onions. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I went in a little bit weird. Uh I came out loving the shit out of this movie. All right, because uh, onions are awesome. They were smart in a couple ways. Um, number one, they're taking a story of two characters that you know, and and they're they're watching that relationship develop, which is really interesting because you've got two really good voice actors there. Yep. You got Billy Same Crystal actors. and yeah, John yep. Goodman doing the voices, and they really work well together. And how they've structured this interaction between the two of them, it, it, it's predictable and it's nothing really new. You've seen sort of the sure. sort of two people meeting. They were they they weren't friends at first, and they right. became friends later. That's all played out, but the way they do it with these two characters is great. What really works though is the humor. This is way more funny than Monsters Incorporated ever was. Sure. This is a laugh. There's a lot of laughs in this movie, and it's just playing off of these characters and these new characters that they introduce. They're in college, so there's these fraternities right. that are there, awesome. and they're using all this frat humor. There's just funny visual gags. I mean, it's just cool. more of a joke fest, and it works that way. You know, like this yeah. doesn't need to be a, a super serious movie. It's about these two characters, and if you can make it funny and interesting. It's great. Did you say it's like stealing Harvard with Seth Green? I never saw that movie. Oh, you should see that movie. I don't want to see that movie. Oh, come you on, said the word Seth Green. I said so. I'm out. Two words. Uh, um, there's a couple new characters which are really cool. There's a Dean Dean Hard Scrabble, which is a Helen Mirren Hard voices. Scrabble. Hard Scrabble. Yeah, oh, great. and there, and Helen Mirren voices the character. Brilliantly constructed character. Really well done. Uh, they have this fraternity called Uzma Kappa. Uzma. <laughs> it's like this shitty fraternity, you right? Know? And uh, and they have some great voice actors. If you are a, a um, if you are a, a Madman watcher, Freddie, the guy who plays Freddie Rums, uh, Rumson, uh, he is the 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 guy, the Dan Dan from uh, Uzma Kappa. He's in there, and he does such a great job. His voice is so perfect. And Nathan Fillion, of course. Everybody's loves. He's the he's the head John, guy in the in the in yeah, the John most, had to buy his shoes in the so most lame. in the most popular fraternity. So all of these characters are great. All these voice actors are wonderful. It's really well constructed. This movie looks gorgeous. It's amazing. Um, my kids loved it. Wanted wanted to go back and see it again. Uh, luckily, there was a huge disturbance from a family that came in late, and everybody was screaming at each other as they walked in the theater. So we all got free movie tickets on the way out the door. Nice. So two days later, my kids are like, we want to go see it again. So we went and saw it again. So I've seen it twice now. Uh, but uh, but it's great. And there's this really great Pixar short I need to mention, too, The Blue Umbrella, um, which when you go in and you watch this Pixar short, um, you think they've mixed live action with CG animation. It's all CG animation. There's no live action, but you think it's done so well and lit so beautifully. That's ridiculous. You are fooled into thinking it's 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 live action. It's unbelievably cool. Next thing you're going to tell me is Paula Deen is CG. Yeah, she might be. She just might be. Anyway, um, Monsters University. Uh, highly recommended if you have kids especially. Um, but if you're just a, a Pixar fan, this... Which it, I am. This, I mean, this, what's wrong with you if you aren't? This this doesn't this isn't you know high bar, but it's right in the middle of their good movies. You know, yeah. it's 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 good. It's it's a really fun movie. It's not setting the bar high. It's not really blowing the roof off of things. But it's a really good solid movie, and worth worth your time and money. And it's kicking ass at the box office. So there you go. But bam! All right, Mo, is it time? It might be time. Sweet thing on over here. 
this encounter is gonna be casual. It was a tough day today, man. Had a little bit of trouble. Oh, I had to work on this one. And uh, I will tell you, for those of you concerned, I scoured the woman for man or women for men postings, right? They have been heavily edited by somebody. Damn it. And had to bail on them entirely because there was just nothing there. So this we're not masochists this week? Nope. Or, uh, I'm sorry, misogynists? Or masochists. We are unmisogynistic. We're starting with man for woman. Ah. And while they were not as good as before, there were still hundreds of them just for today. All right. Uh, but we're going to, we'll see what we what have happens here. Uh, we had to go wandering a bit to find some worthy postings. But here's where we start. Man for woman. Eager to have kids? 22. Eager to have kids with the right woman? I'm six foot two and Caucasian. This is a serious post. <laughs> I'm I, not joking. I also would love an emotional relationship. Oh, God. As casual well. encounters? Good luck, man. I just want to move fast with the right person. I'm real. It's a bad idea I'm talking about. It's hot and muggy out. Pick this idea is still terrible. Smiley face. I will regret this decision in about nine months. Are you eager to have kids? <laughs> I'm 22. Exactly. God damn it. I'm an idiot. Oh, fantastic. And the next one. This one blew my mind. Blew my mind, right? Blowjob wanted. All right. On the nose. And then. Could have been a little more creative. But as soon as I opened it, I realized this isn't man for woman. This is man for man. Oh. And it says on your. There's a picture of a dude with his, you know. Yeah. Hanging out there. Uh, On your knees. Suck. Be under 40. Hungry (laughs) for dick. Send stats slash photo with hungry in the subject. Wow. Or, or we'll delete for spam. Oh, Host too bad. only. Wow. So somehow that made it into the wrong section. Host, we're, host only? Yeah. So basically he's asking for somebody to, to come suck to his, his dick. In his house. Oh, in his house. I think so. Host only means he's hosting only? I think so. Or you have to host. I don't I'm know. I'm only interested in you hosting. Because if so, that's ballsy right there to go, oh, I'll- I'm going to come to your house, I'm going to drop my pants, you're going to get on knees, and you're going to suck my dick, then I'm going to leave. Yeah, Gecko, we need, we need your help here. We need the Gecko host decoder totally. We don't know if he's, he says host only. We don't know if he means host or he wants to be hosted. Either way, a blowjob is in the is in the cards. I'm going to say that one is a completely shitty move there. I agree. say, you have to host so I can come and you can drop your knees and suck my dick. Yeah. That's arrogant bullshit that right there. But it started out with, on your knees... Suck. Be under 40 for I think dick. he's kind of a dick to begin with. Well, there you go. We're back to wo- man for woman. Man for woman. $4,000 monthly summer girlfriend. What? For real. $4,000 a month? That's what it says. 41 Not worth it. I am beyond lonely. <laughs> All of these eyes are lowercase, by the way. Of course. I am beyond I am- lonely. I have zero friends. No <laughs> life. Girls have rejected me my whole life. But I D have money. Probably should be due. Isn't there a young, pretty single college girl (laughs) would date me? I can't meet someone any other way. Please? No one will help me. Why do I have to be alone my whole life? Oh, because you're a pain in the ass. $4,000 a month for many months. So you got a trust fund or something? I don't know. He, he did include a picture. He did look pretty lonely. But he's 41 and looking you're for a, a college girl. You're a fucking whiny pain in yeah, the ass, man. Yeah. He's going to get there. Uh, no, I'm so lonely. I'm alone. I just want to talk. Yes. I wish you'd just hold me. <laughs> Why was like, put it in your mouth. Yes. Put it in your mouth. Why won't you look at me the way I think I want you to look at me? <laughs> That's just not going to work. I don't think casual encounters where you go to find another sad sack. Uh, I think you go there to find a ball sack yes. to put in your mouth. But I don't think it's for sad people. <laughs> or lonely people. Well, you'd be surprised. I have money and I'm sad. Someone's like, that's my fetish. Everybody has rejected I, I me. I like everybody has rejected me. I said boy, I said boy. 
Lift that head up, boy. <laughs> boy. Oh. <laughs> man, did he actually woman. did he actually put in the sad face picture? No. So it's sort of well, yeah. Like, so it's like Arrested Development. Yeah. Oh yeah. The pic is a selfie. It was just like, oh, that is depressing. <laughs> I'm the saddest man. <laughs> yeah. Forty one. Next. <laughs> Next candidate. Man for woman. I want a black girlfriend. Twenty four. Oh. <laughs> I want a black girlfriend. I find them very attractive, and I'm wondering if there are any black women looking for a guy like me. Oh, no. Check out my blog. I want a black girlfriend. How to contact me. Text my Google Voice phone number, and the message will go to my cell phone. Here's blackgirlfriend.com. Well, I had to know. Oh. And so I went to I want a black girlfriend dot blogspot. How, how was that website, Mel? Oh my god. It's for real? Yes. Here we go. Today I woke up late around eleven AM. I like to get lots of sleep. It's good for you. I'm glad I have AC where I live. I woke up listening to dubstep music by Roscoe. His older shit. Fabriclive37. I spent like three or four hours laying in bed looking at cars online, and I watched Star Trek The Next Generation. Then I worked out with my 20-kilogram kettlebell. Oh my God. I did 135 reps with each hand doing the windmill exercise. Then I biked to the Cub. That's the grocery store. And got... Colon... Uh, natural whole oh, wheat bread, Christ. peanut butter. I can't this live is the without most boring it. Boring in the world. Whole milk. I recommend this. It tastes good. Eggs, orange juice concentrate, canned chunk tuna. I like tuna sammies. When I got back, I did 45 more reps with each hand. I could have done 135 reps, one complete workout for me, but I am too drained and exhausted today. Then I boiled three eggs and made egg sammies with Dr. Chill lemon seltzer water. Then I watched Star Trek: The Next Generation: <laughs> The Lost. Now I'm going to eat a PB&J Sammy and finish watching. I still want a black girlfriend. (laughs) Please call me. (laughs) After all those Sammies, still want a black girlfriend. Do you like me? Please tell me this guy is thin and white. From the day Oh, yeah. Skinny white dude. From the day before. Life in the Prairie. I woke up, listened to music by Aphex Twain, and showered. Oh, I geared up. Black faceplate watch that my father gave me as a birthday present. Black diamond bracelet, metal necklace with a cross. This is why you don't. Brown shorts, black socks, red Roka wear t-shirt. After going to the library, I went to the mall. At the mall, I went to Bed and Body Works, probably Bath and Body Works, and sprayed some peppermint, eucalyptus, stress relieving body spray. Oh, for I like the sake. smell of it. I walked around and talked on my cell phone with one of my friends. Then I got a 15-minute back massage from these Asian guys with kneeling chairs at the center of the mall. Oh, man. Then I went to Subway in the food court. All right, I'm then done I with this fucker. Christ! Some more. Then I went to a jewelry store asking if they do eyebrow piercing, and they said I'd have to go to a tattoo place for that. It gets better. I'm, if no, I was no, going to get a not. tattoo, I would get, that's what's up, written sideways <laughs> on the side of my rib. So if I'm laying down doing shirtless, someone could be like, that's what's up. <laughs> and then at the bottom, then I biked to Cub and got Dr. Chill, lemon seltzer water, and Camp's Organic Whole Milk. Then I biked home. I am searching for a car. When I got home, I did 45 reps oh, each God. hand with my 20 kilogram okay, all right, all right. I still want a black I girlfriend. The, the windmill exercise. It's good for your leg strength and inner thighs and gluts. I'm done with this fuck. Should Enough. say glutes, but Enough. it's like gluts. Um, today for lunch, I went to oh, Subway God. and got a tuna. A tuna sandwich. The next one. Today, I went to Subway and got a tuna I don't want to read anymore. Again. Hilden, it's amazing. This is fucking dumbass <laughs> bullshit. Anyway. I want a black girlfriend.blogspot.com. Don't go there. Holy shitballs, this guy. Oh, my God. Amazing. Anyway. Next one. Man for woman. I want fake boobs. <laughs> 36. Do you want them installed or do you want them in your face is the question. I'm usually not this crass, but I've never experienced breast implants and I want to while I still can. Like, while I still can. Uh, are you I don't 85? know what that means. He's 36. I'm still hot. I'm lucky enough to look young. I've got a good body. 
Normally, I like nice dinners, intelligent conversation, and NPR. But not today. I want some big old boobs in my face. NPR, for those who don't know, is Minnesota Public Radio. (laughs) How about it? Help a nice guy out? I'll be glad to send a picture. All right. Next one. Man for woman. Traditional and extra wet. Oh. Then there was a picture of wet panties. (laughs) Unwashed, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Are you the kind of girl who would wear boy shorts instead of thongs? Are you the kind of lady who thinks about sex and gets nice and wet? Can you soak through those panties? Oh, God. If you are the kind of lady, I want to get to know you better. (laughs) The kind of lady, whatever. Please send a pic and what makes you fit my desired lady. Okay. This guy. Next one. Man for a woman. Pregnant? 25. Oh, come on. Hi, comma. I like to keep this short and simple. Are you pregnant? Are you horny? Well, respond to this ad and we can get to talking. Nothing has to go beyond just some naughty chatting unless, of course, you want it to. I am clean, safe, sane, respectful white male. Of course you are. Just missed the, <laughs> the attraction of a pregnant woman. Sorry. Just missed the attraction a pregnant woman has to me. Weird sentence. Awkward is how we would label it in English class. Many things awkward about this gentleman. Sentences being only one of those. (laughs) Put pregnant in the subject line and pics would be appreciated but not required. Exclamation pointy. Man for woman. You piss on me. 42. (laughs) Location. Human toilet. (laughs) Location. My mouth. Oh, God. I am a not so attractive single white male. Who really gets what? into water sports? <laughs> Sit on my face or squat down and deliver your warm, sweet nectar onto me in any way you choose. You can host, or I, I will. Just, I love that he puts it on. I am not attractive. Not at all. I am a toilet of a man, and you should piss on my ugly face. Yes. It's- <laughs> Let's play. I will also lick your ass like it has never been licked before. Oh, man. Be under 40, fit, and good looking. Oh, well, Mr. Demanding. Well, I suppose if you're getting pissed on, though, don't you? You can kind of demand that if you're just going to get urinated on. Start with I'm a not so attractive. I don't think attraction oh, matters. I think I think in the law of like what you're about to have done to you, yeah. you, you can probably ask for a few things. If you're going to be a human toilet, you can ask for a nice ass. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I'm just thinking. Uh, just and the last one about it, because I was running out of material. I ran to woman looking, women seeking women. So this is woman for woman. Woman for woman. Sit on my face. Twenty-two. <laughs> Lovely Minneapolis. Now the picture that came with this. One oh, that this uh, was. Um. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was explicit. Yeah. And there was a lot of flesh (laughs) sitting on a face. Fat. Also that. Okay. Hey, I'm a very beautiful, big, beautiful woman. Uh Uh-huh. Black girl. Have pics to email. Should hook up the one who's looking for a black girlfriend. We should put... There you go. Send her over to Iwantablackgirlfriend.blogspot.com. They can make Sammy's Except together. Except this is a woman seeking and a woman. Also, well, the he, dude. He did seem like a woman. I have this fetish for some thick, works. big booty girl riding my face with her panties. Panties. <laughs> Boy shorts on too while I masturbate. But I don't discriminate, smiley face. I am STD free and intend on staying that way. Which, without an H, is why I'm <laughs> requesting for your panties to stay capital on. Maybe we could trip. I don't know what that means. I don't Again, know either. gecko friend, Ge- help we us out. We need the gecko decoder ring. She means scissors. Rub pussy to pussy. Uh, a little bit as well, but that's what. That's really what I want. Damn it. <laughs> nerds, nerds tutoring, tutoring nerds. <laughs> Fix your casual encounter. We're gonna move, the, we're gonna move the sponsorship. The casual encounters is sponsored Seriously. by Nerds Tutoring Nerds. They will get you a better, a more literate mate. Not that it matters. Uh, anyway, in the end. that's probably not. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna rub you a little bit as well, but that's really what I want. Uh, making you come is gonna make me come. So what's good? <laughs> Open to size and race. Of course, I must be attracted 
to you in some, all caps, way. So just hit me up and we can take it from there. Please type in rainy day to weed out the spam. Bam! And that... That's our casual Concludes encounter. our casual encounters. Wow. Once again, a stellar night of casual encounters. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for this week. want to thank you for listening as always. Find us at robotpanic.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio. Call us, 612-424-3835. Or write to us, mailbag, at drunkengamersradio.com. That's our show for this week. And as always, until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night. Good night.